so I've been trying to think of an episode title and I it's I'm not sure um I'm thinking something along the lines of like Boba's mm. back all right like the Backstreet Boys mm, maybe let's go back to the drawing <laughs> oh really okay <laughs> all right Live from the wretched hive of scum and villainy, we are the Moss Isley Mavens. I'm Rachel Giles. And I'm Timbala Cabray. Let's talk about Star Wars. Just like Boba clawing his way out of the Sarlacc pit on Tatooine after being in acid for an undefined amount of time, we are back with new episodes of the Moss Isley Mavens. We're back, baby. And what a way, what a way to start off. Um, I'm so excited about this show. I am too. So like going into it, so I go, I kind of went into it in, in a similar way to how I went into the Mandalorian. I thought, I thought Book of Boba Fett was going to be kind of the more masculine shootout action packed story that like, like leading the man- into the western yeah much more into the western and it does but like i thought it was going to be a bit more like manly <laughs> i guess i, I thought it was going to lean more like robert rodriguez like sin city or like machete or some of his other mm-hmm. more like actiony fil- or not well his more adult films yeah. and i feel like the vibe is spy kids and i'm so excited about that <laughs> you oh my god now that you've said that yeah that is the it's vibe like the man who made this show the showrunner i can tell is the person mm-hmm. who sat steve buscemi down and was like okay here's your line spike his <laughs> to island of lost dreams do, do you think that god stays in heaven because he too lives in fear of what he has created but then yeah. also there's like a spider monkey that is a literal spider like that is the vibe of this show yeah absolutely i i 100 I <laughs> agree like I, I like I was trying to keep my expectations low and so I wasn't I wasn't expecting the Mandalorian which this isn't but it also is uh I don't know I think that what I like the most about it is it feels like very informed of his personal filmmaking style and granted I haven't mm-hmm. seen a bunch of Robert Rodriguez films I um, often like forget he did super, <laughs> I'm not as I always super <laughs> I've mostly seen his family friendly stuff but like mm-hmm. I feel like there is a like a quirkiness or like a very specific style that he has much in the yeah. sense that like I don't know somebody who's like got a really distinct like an auteur like he's He's really got this particular way that he makes movies. And I feel like the fact that they're letting that really shine, I think, in Star Wars. Like, I think of, like, the green fading in and out when Boba has his visions or his flashbacks. Like, that mm-hmm. seems so Robert Rodriguez to me. And so yeah. it, it makes me excited, not just for this project that we're getting something that's really unique, but just for future projects that they're going to let people really kind of do their own spin on it. And it is not mm-hmm. going to be the same. We're trying to recreate George Lucas's style over and over and over. Like, yeah. And that a little bit in the sequels like you get a lot of plot twists in last jedi which is kind of a ryan johnson thing and then you get some of those lens flares and that type of thing with <laughs> Abrams. but i think this is just like so stylized and i really really love it yes i'm really liking it um and yeah like i don't know i i like it and um i know i know boba fett's always been like like a fan favorite even though 
he like movie wise he was only in in the original trilogy and then i mean he's he's had multiple comic books um since then but like i i didn't know too much about boba fett besides what was in the movies and so like i know he's been a big favorite i don't care about the comic books i love boba fett i've never read a i've never read a star wars comic book in my life but (laughs) i love we gotta fix that we gotta fix it especially because um there's a comics character who got introduced in this show that i can't wait to tell you about Tumbala. i'm very excited about this nice yes um yeah so it's it is, I think, I also was somebody who wasn't, like, a huge Boba Fett fan going into this. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've always thought he was an interesting character, but I know that yeah. there's some people where, like, if you ask them who's your favorite Star Wars character, they're, like, Boba Fett, and that's yeah. not me at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I think it's been, and I really love getting into, like, the nuance of his character, particularly, I think, he's at an interesting like age and I and I like to see that like the wisdom that he has accrued over his years um Mm -hmm. reflected in Tem's performance I think that's great or Tamora Morrison I don't know why I'm calling him Tem like we're friends we are (laughs) like we've seen him in the show and I feel like he's like an uncle to me now yeah I've never met Tamora Morrison in my life but I know he would welcome me he would welcome me with open arms yeah he, he has uncle vibes like for days I yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a family member who like pulls out his guitar and sings silly songs to all the kids and yes. it's a good time yeah that's so true and that's not I think what people were expecting because Boba no, Fett is such yeah. a man of mystery and like the in, in Return of the Jedi and in his brief appearance in Empire like we don't know that much about him and then learning mm-hmm. like oh he's a lot of fun like you know, and I think honestly, I feel that there's like a lot of the spirit of the Clone Wars show is like reflected in this in the series too. Like it's kind of wacky and it's kind of goofy. yeah, it's not afraid to be campy, and I it's love that. It's not. I love that. I love it when Boba's in his little silly goofy moods. It's fantastic. <laughs> I I have never felt the joy that I felt like seeing him like scratch that rank core on the head and be like such a good boy or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is what Star Wars yeah, was missing. Like- animals and I know yeah he's just a cool he's he's a guy and he's cool and yeah I'd I'd leave my drink with him at a party you know what and he he passes the vibe check he does he absolutely is he a trained killer he is um but can he hold your drink at the party yes absolutely 10 out of 10 I'm giving it to him not to Fennec I honestly I do not trust Fennec (laughs) I feel like I feel like Fennec would take it and then like I feel like Fennec would take it and drink it. That's what I, I yeah. feel like you hand Fennec a drink and she's just like, this is actually mine now. Thank you. Yeah. Like, and I'd be like she'll, Valid, she'll like make eye contact with you and sip and out of it. And be sip. like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. She is probably my favorite character in the show though. Like even more than Boba Fett. But I think that's honestly just because we don't have enough girl bosses in Star no. Wars. And so we, I love adding another Never one to enough. the canon. Never, never enough, never enough no. girl bosses and I she she do be girl bossing she do be girl bossing and I love it I loved when Boba was like if I'm starting a family I need brains and muscle and I was like Fennec has both and he was like Fennec mm-hmm. has both mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it so like so okay so now obviously obviously now that, now that we're like four episodes in because we're recording this on a Wednesday <laughs> when, when episode four when episode four dropped like what are what are what are what are your thoughts like now like on the show 
So I think four episodes in, my take is that it's kind of subverted some of my expectations, but I think it's in a good way. I like that it feels more fun and lighthearted than I thought it was going to. It's got a lot of sentimentality, which I wasn't super expecting from Boba Fett. And I think that's a cool thing to sort of take like this character that everybody's like, oh, he's this gruff, mysterious dude and be like, actually the man is, uh, he loves dogs. uh, He loves people. And he's just very nice. I think that's super cool. And I think we need more of that in Star Wars and in culture. Respectful. Like he's a respectful guy. I love that. And like he's like genuinely respectful. And you know, I love that. I don't know. I I love that. I love I love that we like we're getting we're getting to actually know Boba. And I, I again I haven't read any of the comic books. Um, so I can't speak to this, but from Boba Fett, Book of Boba Fett being my, like, first real introduction to the character, I'm so happy to see this personality behind him, and it's not, like, a super gruff, super hyper-masculine kind of idea of Boba Fett, like, it's a very real, um, enjoyable Boba Fett but I also know like he can kick some serious butt when he has to and I love that yeah I think honestly he feels more humanized in this than I think Mm -hmm. Din does in the Mandalorian I think Din is kind of and I don't know maybe that's like an age thing too like I think it's interesting to see um him portrayed like at this particular age and I think they're doing that like a really good job in the notion that he's somebody who's like tired of working like terrible jobs for terrible people and he's like I want to be my own boss like I want to I want to have like that freedom I want to retire I want to just like eat good food and chill out in my back to tank and have like a very cool girl boss bestie and I think that's and I also think that you see him like his his ethos and like his heart are really reflected in everything he does like he's starting this crime family and his main thing is like I have been screwed over so I'm going to be looking out for people who have also been screwed over and I'm going to give them literally like job opportunities and like try to really build community on Tatooine Mm -hmm. fascinating love it um yeah yes yes what okay what is what what the heck is the government structure on Tatooine so I think I I'm fascinated by this and I feel I like I haven't am. done I haven't done I haven't gotten into the like annals of Wikipedia to, to really right. dissect this. <laughs> yeah. I I think that there are so there's essentially like a formal government in the mayor right. um in the mayor's office like so there's a mayor of Mos Espa a mayor of Mos Eisley okay. but I think there's a shadow government essentially yeah, in yeah. I was, I was say, uh, the dark government yeah, the underground families, like the mafias that run the different areas of Tatooine. So like they were talking, he met with like the different, the Aqualish and the Mm -hmm. Pikes or or no, the Pikes are the bad guys. Yeah, the the Aqualish and the The other, I don't know, the the different notions. Yeah, I think that, so yeah hold on yeah you, you so, so, so fun fact right I keep seeing the trend the trend the, what are the transdotions transdotions yeah you got it transdotions transdotions I keep seeing them and I keep calling them gorns in my head which is the <laughs> which is like the Star Trek the equivalent Star Trek to transdotions. <laughs> I was like look at those gorns and I was like look at these lizard people that's not no, right. You're right you're right and you should say it I love to see, um, I think the little things, like, there are definitely the Easter eggs for people who are, like, super into the lore, like, 
your girl because um the so in the original like drafts of return of the jedi they wanted like there to be like them to visit a wookie planet instead of an ewok planet and there would be this like conflict between the um the trandoshans and the wookies like so like the wookies live in the trees and the trandoshans like hunt them and they included that in the clone wars arc where the trandoshans are hunting chewbacca and the young anyway yeah Yeah. so it would be like that but i liked the notion of including that detail in this narrative like just have chrysanthemum see them and be like that's why i hate you like it was on site because it's literally i was wondering that when i was watching that i was like what's What's happening here yeah but he is the comics character i was talking about too so black christensen is a gladiator from the star wars comics and he is actually a close affiliate of my favorite lesbian dr afra um and that's where i mostly know him from but he's been in some other star wars comics too and he's just brutal like the man is a beast oh yeah yeah i got it that much (laughs) (laughs) he's scary It was one of those moments, though, because I watched the first episode with my parents, and I, like, screamed when he came on screen, and they were like, what is happening? Mm -hmm. Who is this random guy? Why is, I think, actually, they didn't care, because that's just a general Star Wars reaction that I can have, but, um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. my mom, my mom would have flinched. I'd be like, oh, oh my gosh, and she'll be like, she'll just crochet, like, oh, wow, Star Wars. Interesting. (laughs) Can I talk about one thing that like super bothers me? Like it's not even like that yes. serious because 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 there are there are some iffy 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 things about Book of Boba Fett. But one thing that definitely bothers me are the weird cyberpunk people. Oh my god, I they're so weird. I like, love them like, so much. I love but they're so them. weird. I love them, but they feel so out of place in like the Tatooine setting. Like I feel like this is something like there's something you would see on like Coruscant or something like they feel yeah out of place I'm I'm curious I think it's an interesting place to introduce them I feel like it's an interesting explanation for Fennec's injury and her yes. being healed that there's this subset of people um but yeah and then the fact that there's something that's not really present in the sequel trilogy at all and I know that's because yeah. like, there's like a lot of planning issues or whatever but Anyway, I just, it's, 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 it's a little odd. I think it's fun though. I like it, but yeah, it's... No, no, I think it's super fun. But when I see them like riding on their like colorful motorcycle mopeds or whatever, like I think of them as the Wiggles gang because they have one of each color. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, there go the Wiggles. It feels so weird. Like they feel like, they feel like, like, like custom characters out of cyberpunk. <laughs> 2077 or whatever like I feel I feel like Keanu Reeves is going to come out of nowhere next episode and be like come on and it's like what what am I watching like I don't know and and you know what you know what it is they remind me of like some weird like cyborg character from Doctor Who like that's like the same that that is a definite vibe I can I can see that Mm -hmm. I think that Mm -hmm. their general stance of like what's it to you old man is also (laughs) hilarious it's like these are the youths it's we yeah have to emphasize i was like why, why are these why are these the gen z of tatooine like <laughs> should i be offended like what is this i i really just honestly i think that it, they would make so much more sense if the speeder bikes weren't so colorful yeah. like honestly i feel like that is the thing that's throwing me but it's it's an interesting ad and so i don't know like if that means that there's going to be more things like that in the future i'm i'm curious it's it's not know. something we've seen in star wars before but yeah. i'm i'm open to yeah, it yeah like like when boba first took fennec to the to the cyborg 
the cyborg person like the clothing in that setting felt felt natural like it's still yeah. a little out of yeah. place but it felt like it fit there but you see this new like colorful biker gang and it's like yeah I they feel just, like it's... you're in the wrong movie I mean, maybe it's specifically trying to like those people feel like they don't belong, like a part of Tatooine, yeah, or like they're trying to otherize themselves. Like it's also a visual symbol of that. Yeah. Um. So oh, yeah, well. it's definitely interesting. <laughs> I think you're right that Coruscant makes more sense for them, but maybe that's right? what they're trying to tell us. They're like, we're too good for this shit town. We're getting out of here. Next chance we get. <laughs> Check out my yeah. Harley. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know. I don't know. They feel they feel very urban in a rural setting. And sometimes I look at them and I'm like, what are, what are, what? Where am I? What's I happening? I have a theory. I feel like the main girl whose name I have forgotten, I think it's like Drash or something, um, is she's incredibly pale, right? Like I'm not crazy. She's incredibly pale. I'm wondering if she is of some sort of relation to either like the Dathomirian side of things or potentially Aura Singh. I feel like maybe there's something there, but I don't totally, I don't have the synapses firing to figure out exactly yeah, what it is. Like, yeah, I mean, like she's pale, but she's not, she's not white. Like, I, like yeah, I don't, think like, like I don't know I would think maybe like she's like got some human in her but like not totally human yeah. but I don't know it's a little mm. vampire -y. a little bit just a tad just a tad yeah I think my favorite is the guy with the eye when Boba's like keep your <laughs> eye on it and he's like I'm proud of my eye like, yeah. cool. okay cool dude. that guy in particular looks like he should be in an episode of Doctor Who like that that's the guy that made me think of it yeah yeah he's definitely they feel anachronistic but not I don't know to that part of Star Wars I guess yeah I don't know it's, I don't know I'm enjoying it like, I it, like it's it. fine it's fine but I remember seeing them for the first time and I was like you shouldn't you Hold shouldn't on. be here huh what's going on what's happening I don't know the thing I would like to talk about the most is Garza Flip I, I am very curious what's I happening. love her I don't know I don't know I don't know what her deal is but I I love her I feel like um, a, there was like a tweet or something that I saw that was like, I feel like the the Oasis is the only place on Tatooine that has central AC. And I think that is the funniest thing I've read in so long. No, you know what? It's true. Because nobody's like sweating and disgusting in there. It's like very yeah. clean and, and lovely. But also I feel like there's something shady it's, happening there. I mean, for sure. It's, for well, sure. for one thing, for one thing, it's run by a woman. Um so she's 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 gonna run she's gonna run a nicer a nicer establishment <laughs> a nicer establishment yeah like you know it doesn't look like like any other cantina you no. know what i mean it's like, like she, she's a very like chic chic it's upscale yeah it is i can't believe upscale. that place is in mas espa like it's yeah. nice it's nice it's too nice. I wonder, wow, I wonder, wow, if she ends up being, like, like a minor bad guy, I wonder if she's going to be, like, an allegory for gentrification or something. Interesting. Huh. But I love her. We have to table that. <laughs> I, I, that's, that's interesting, for sure. Mm -hmm. No, but I think she's fascinating. And I also think, mm -hmm. I, yeah, I have no idea what's happening underground, so or I feel like there's some sort of secret operation that's happening there, because she seems too smart to just be, like, this is my restaurant. Like, there's some something machinating something brewing yeah. in her mind anyway yeah. I don't know I I love her 
um she could end up being like the big bad and I would be like I love her for who she is yeah it's a venture situation like um I what is the tweet or what it's like a tumblr post I don't know but there's the thing where it's like uh it's, <laughs> I've decided that the atrocities are are, are okay or I don't never mind I can't. It's part of oh, yeah, it's part of yeah yeah no, oh I could gosh. fix her I could take her as she is oh that's the thing I was thinking of <laughs> I would take her I think the murder is sexy. I think the murder is sexy. <laughs> like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> oh, it's a TikTok. I was wrong. I was. I would have gone there eventually. She hasn't even done anything. But every time she's on screen, I'm like, wow. I There's love vibe. <laughs> I think something yeah. is happening there. She's I here's my lady. my working theory for where we're building is like so. I'm thinking with the Pike Syndicate, this is, we have strong indication. Like the winds are in the direction that I feel like there's some Crimson Dawn stuff yeah. brewing. I yeah. feel like that's, this is so fun too. And I think um, there was some rumors that Kira might be in this series. And I feel like that would be, that would be so good. If we're going to have a girl boss villain, let's bring in Miss Amelia Clark or whoever. Yes. She'd be older, so I don't know who would play her. Oh yeah, she would be a little older. Though, I mean, they don't really care because, like, what Bo Katan's supposed to be 60, and they're just like, all right, I mean, Katie, yeah, Bo, get isn't out there. Boba, isn't so Boba Fett technically supposed to be in like his late 30s, and they've got 60 year old Samora Morrison playing him? <laughs> I don't think he's in his late 30s. How much older is he than um, Luke and Leia? Wait, we, we've got this. We can do okay. this math. Okay, Boba Fett is like nine in Attack of the Clones. Yeah. So he's like, no, he's got to be older than nine. He's so probably like, 12 to 15 years yeah, older I thought I thought 11, 12. they're they're 29 I think in Mandalorian times which means Boba is like early 40s still okay. kind of young yeah for Samora Morrison but I believe it honestly I don't know I don't know yeah don't know. he's in he's in pretty good shape like he in is. terms of like yeah and then I guess he's he's also been he did some time in the Sarlacc he's got some Sarlacc miles on him yeah he does although <laughs> although he finished in the back to tank and he came up looking all fresh and I was like okay yeah you. good for you good for you I need a back yes. to tank that's gonna be part of my like skincare oh my god yeah that'd be so much easier than like putting on like six different products different on my stuff. face just get in a whole tub and just come out face glowing oh my gosh so, yeah that, that is the dream is i the i i don't know what they're gonna do though for the flashbacks now that Bo, boba's like doesn't need any more back to time they're just gonna have to like commit to the flashback without it being a dream yeah. or something yeah or so. you could just yeah just dreaming or just thinking or he's gonna get hurt again and they're gonna have to put him back in the because like i mean they're, they're gonna they're gonna do more flashbacks because i'm assuming either next week or fairly soon they're gonna talk about how he got his armor from Cobb. right oh no, or no. Cobb? what the heck what am i talking about Cobb game no but they I, I don't understand the timeline and i'm me like i don't understand I feel like it's been very unclear about like how long was he in the Sarlacc pit? They didn't say because it's been nine years since Return of the Jedi. It's been mm -hmm. nine years. So what percentage of that was he in the Sarlacc pit and what percentage of that was he living with the Tusken Raiders? Yeah. They didn't, they didn't mention that. No, no clarity on that. And then in terms of like, when does he go to help Din 
to when he meets Fennec because it seems like he's wandering in the desert and he gets Fennec but then where was Fennec when he was meeting up with Din for the first time or when yeah. he was when he was or not when he met not when he met Din when he was like looking at the Din and Cobb with the armor exchange situation yeah like where was my girl I guess maybe she was back on the ship like she was just on yeah the fire chilling yeah, yeah. she's straight chilling all right all right I don't know I accepted in my heart. She's she was just along for the ride, so she, he was like, "Do you want to help me go into town?" She's like, "Actually, I'm gonna stay in the car on this one, dude." And he's like, "Respect, respect." Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm also a little confused on the time timeline because because in which episode was it? Maybe three, like or two, maybe I don't know. In one of the flashbacks, you can see Pelimoto like walking in the background. I know that. Girl. Yeah, yeah, she's back huh. there. I saw her. I saw, I was like, I oh, know that hair her. anywhere. Wow, powerful. I missed yeah. that Easter egg. Mm-hmm. Totally over my head. But yeah, like, like, so, push on my phone. So <laughs> I think, I think when, so like, you know how Boba like leaves the Tuscans and he goes to talk to the Pikes about protection right. for the Tuscans. Oh, like in that episode. Kelly like, Moto was in the background. Kelly, yeah, right. because okay. those, that flashback overlaps with that episode of the mandalorian which is like oh my three. gosh yeah huh, and then, and then so the fun. flashback for this episode is like what happens after that episode of mando okay okay, okay. left for dead yeah i yeah, gotcha yeah. excellent okay this brings us to a very important point of discussion for future episodes this mm-hmm. is a nice segue because we both definitely heard and texted one another the Mandalorian theme was yes. playing at the yes. end of and episode I've seen, four. I've seen so many TikToks like today alone of people like hearing just that little or whatever it was, and they're like, ah! and I'm like, ah! I'm losing it. I can't wait to see my fave. I love Din Djarin and I want to see him again. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to see the baby. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I would like to see the baby. Ooh. Yeah, I have a friend who is literally like on has texted me. I need you to tell me if uh Yorito shows up in The Mandalorian. I'm not watching unless there's Grogu. And it was like, oh my gosh, fake fan alert. No, no. We still I Megan, if you're listening, I love you. Listen, <laughs> She's I, not listening. I'm holding out that somehow like Grogu escapes Luke and like goes back to Din like somehow I don't know how because, you how do listen it. the Skywalker men do we trust them with babies I no. feel like the answer is no the the legacy the Skywalker men have with young children is not a good one That's and like I don't I don't want my vision. I don't want my child Grogu Jaren anywhere near Kylo Ren I don't want him anywhere near that guy I want him on a different star system. Like if he's exactly. in the outer rim, I want Grogu on Coruscant. Like you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like wherever the opposite of Kylo is. Yes. No. Not, <laughs> not put those boys in the same room. Because even, even Grogu's gonna be like, um, oh uh, no, thank you. <laughs> I feel like it would be super funny if like Grogu has a rapid period. Cause like Yoda was a functioning adult when he was a hundred, right? So like what yeah. like what point? Just Grogu like walk into yeah. like how fast does that happen? Because I feel like it would be so funny if Grogu was just like grown, <laughs> like all of a sudden. 
like hello father like, off on a mission or whatever <laughs> yeah like i don't know i don't know i don't know and like also we don't know how grogu's survived the first time like we don't know that story and like why moth gideon like wanted him yeah i'm i'm curious about that i I'm think also- that maybe maybe season three of mandalorian we would be we would love to see that yes i don't i don't think we're gonna get it for a while though that's gonna be like they're gonna keep that one i don't know that they know i feel like they're just like he made it somehow <laughs> we'll figure it out all the way dudes that's the that's the power they're of star like, wars they're like we'll leave it to the comic people because <laughs> the comic people figure out all that other stuff <laughs> they're gonna throw out their back from carrying the weight of the logic of this universe again <laughs> yep oh my that's gosh gonna happen. god bless so we're four we're four episodes in and there's gonna be like what nine episodes this season seven seven unfortunately oh okay well sorry that's fine no that's fine i don't i don't know why i thought there was nine (laughs) i don't know where i got that number from um i think were there nine in the mandalorian or was it eight i don't know it doesn't matter it's fine it doesn't matter i just came up with that number that felt i feel like that's on average for how long (laughs) are these days yeah, eight to ten episodes. Nine is yeah, right in the middle. Ten, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, like, what are, what are we what are we hoping to see? Like, we we heard the Mandalorian theme at the end of. They the have episode. a lot to do in three episodes. I feel yeah. like we've been slowing in this little season along. A little. They haven't done a lot. They're good. I think it's gonna. I wonder if it's just gonna be super fast. Like the next three episodes are just gonna be like, hang on to your hats, folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These first four have been kind of like flashback heavy, so I wonder if we're gonna yeah. like start waning away from those. Waning, Maybe waning, whatever the word is, we're starting. We're gonna start pulling away from those. Up from Actually, the I think they both work in that context, waning oh. or weaning. Okay, that's the Maven's word. Weaning is a little weirder. But yeah, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna start moving away from the flashbacks and just go like, like only present day stuff. Because I mean, yeah. that is super interesting. That it, it it feels like bad guys versus bad guys, except one group of bad guys is a good guy. I think um, is Boba Fett a bad guy? I don't think he's a bad guy. He's 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 not not a bad guy. I mean, again, it's one of those like you. What is it? You accept, I accept them as they are, or what is it? Oh, oh you could change him? I accept him as he I is. I accept him as he is. I think the murder is funny. <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah. Like, like, is he a bad guy? No. Is he a good guy? Here's the thing. I think that Boba, both no. from a perspective yeah. of being raised in the Mandalorian household, I honestly, like, I don't hold Mandalorians accountable. They have too much trauma. They have too there's, much baggage. There's too much going on. There's too on. much going on there. And then on top of that, Boba sees his father beheaded by a Jedi, literally when he is in, like, third Valid. grade or whatever. Valid. And then he's, like, an orphan, and he's being raised <laughs> by just, like, a ragtag group of criminals. Like, mm-hmm. whatever his experience like he's just valid he's just he has had a life with a capital l yeah you, you we're gonna follow wreck it ralph rules like he's a bad guy but this does not mean he is bad guy you know what i mean wow powerful yeah i love a wreck it ralph quote <laughs> i haven't thought about the movie wreck it ralph since i watched it i'm pretty sure <laughs> my partner's favorite halloween costume that he's ever done is um 
Fix It Felix, and he loves to talk about his Fix It Felix <laughs> cosplay. As so. an overall stand myself, powerful. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That, yeah. Wreck It Ralph has not left my mind for quite a while. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, bad guy, but not a bad guy. That's mm-hmm. like the tagline for this show, actually. Yeah. Because he's so sweet. Also, I need to bring this up because we're talking on the boa being sweet. Yeah. Can I can't believe they got Danny Trejo in this show and he is what? just like the Rancor Keeper. He doesn't what? even have a name on IMDb. I'm so sad about it. Like, well, no, his his name is Danny Trejo. That's that's his Star Wars name. <laughs> <laughs> it's Star Wars. Hi, this is Danny Trejo. He's the Rancor. That's Keeper. gonna be his his Wikipedia entry, like Danny Trejo in parentheses Rancor. As himself. As himself. Yeah. <laughs> No, I I loved that though. I thought it was fun that they kind of set up the idea of Rancors being friendly in the Bad Batch too. So I yeah. feel like it was kind of a nod, like tip of the hat. And like like even work. even in um even in um, I believe I believe in Jedi Fallen Order. Like you can go around all the worlds and stuff, and you get like little like I don't want to say trivia facts because because they are kind of set up to be like 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 a separate little mini story, like as you're doing the big story, and you can gotcha. also get like animal um facts about the different animals you encounter and so they do talk about rancors and how they're like pretty gentle in nature but like if you provoke them enough they can be very aggressive Mm -hmm. they're like the pities of the star wars universe exactly Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh i thought that i'd love that boba's gonna learn how to ride it too and then i i was i was reading that that reference so he says i've ridden creatures like 10 times its size is -hmm. actually related to like him his introduction in the animated part of the Christmas special where he just like randomly rides a brontosaurus but I'm sure it has some sort of Star Wars name <laughs> I thought that was so That's fun insane. I love that Aww. making it making the holiday special canon one frame at a time I think is like George Lucas made that abomination and then everyone else has been trying to canonize it since it happened I think yeah. it's really what because I mean life day we've got all kinds of stuff we're working gradually building mm-hmm. and building and building Eventually, we reach the B. Arthur point where, like, we actually get the music number. (laughs) I think that the other thing that I've enjoyed the most about Book of Boba Fett in terms of, like, the lore building um, is the portrayal of the Tusken Raiders. And I think Mm -hmm. we saw a little bit in Mando. Yeah. Like, some more details about them come to light. But I think just the way that they're so brutally murdered by Anakin and the fact mm-hmm. that you like don't see their faces, like I, I think yeah. that it kind of can be dehumanizing for them. Um, and so I think when we really kind of examine that and then Boba really being an ad- adamant advocate that like they are the heirs of the Dune Sea, it's giving like, I don't know, I feel like there's definitely an indigenous sort of theme happening, particularly with, I think, yeah. Uh, Tamar Morrison being like Maori too I think there's even that like sensibility just kind of more richly integrated than it has been before yeah Yeah, like it's definitely better than it has before but I know a lot of um like like indigenous people have kind of been like this is good but without indigenous people being on the creative team it feels a little funky just a tad because like I gotcha yeah even though there's no like quote-unquote white savior in the story with the creative team being mostly white men it's a little Mm. it's a little bittersweet you know yeah I see what you're saying on that one they definitely need 
to include more of that perspective yeah behind but, the scenes but, as well but, as but that being that said it, it's it, it's definitely different like and I'm really happy that it's not just another like random white man learning learning the ways of the Tuscans and the Dune Sea like like I'm really happy that it that it's Tamora Morrison kind of telling that story but yeah. I mean obviously listen listen to indigenous people on this first don't listen to me I'm not an indigenous oh yeah <laughs> do not take really? my word don't do do not quote me in any arguments <laughs> don't do that no, i will no. officially go on yep. record and be like do not quote me listen to indigenous people first <laughs> i don't will officially me. go on record do not quote me. do not quote me <laughs> <laughs> yeah no but yeah, I, think I really love i really love boba going around being like land back land back <laughs> i really like yeah, it yeah it's good i think it's a step in the right direction for sure mm-hmm yeah yeah it's definitely not like things we've seen in the past it's it's could be better but it's good could be better i liked that he destroyed that biker gang i found that very I, yes fun good <laughs> yeah i yeah he was like on site it's on site <laughs> he really did it's like, on site Nick after, after i saw him do that i was like i wonder if he just goes around tattooing and just looks for like that biker gang and just like goes pew, 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 pew. Just yeah, he him. saw that little, he says the vest and he's just like, you're done. You have forfeit your right to be alive because you killed all my friends. Yeah. You know, the one thing I, I didn't see the kid. Did they kill the one baby kid? His little buddy? I'm, I'm assuming everyone in that tribe of Tuscans has no. unfortunately passed. Uh, but I don't know, because some people were pointing out that like the, the, the pile of bodies that Boba uh, was like ceremoniously burning was kind of small and I was like that's a good point yeah. but he was also one person kind of doing this so I don't know if he did it like multiple piles or what so I don't know yeah I, I hope know. so I hope he gets his little dude back I, yeah, nice. I might cry I was devastated about the first round of Tuscan Raiders that were killed yeah I I, I, I definitely enjoyed enjoyed the bits with the Tuscans that weren't them dying um but our, everything yeah. everything before that I was like yeah I love I loved it when he was like trying to teach him how to ride the ride the speeders the speeder bikes. he was like like a bantha I was like yeah see that's that's Boba being in a silly goofy mood that's yeah cute. exactly that's no, exactly yeah. it and yeah. I love that yeah or when he's like Fennec join my gang <laughs> I feel like that's so funny I know that it's supposed to be a serious moment but I just I think it's funny that he's like, I made a friend and I want her, I want her, we've known each other this 24 is, hours. This is my best friend. <laughs> we've been friends for six hours mm -hmm. and I want her to be my number two. Or like, there's like a TikTok song going around right now where it's like, um, how long have I been obsessed with this? What time is it? Yeah, seven hours. That's, that's <laughs> Boba and Bennett's relationship. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel honestly like I've warmed to them as a ship too. I feel, yeah. I'm not sure it's going to happen, but I like, I'm like, I'm not against it. I'm no, proud. I'm not against it either. Yeah. I kind of like, I, I, we're kind of, we're slowly entering a period where romantic subplots don't have to happen. And I love that. I, I love to think about romantic, romantic ships, but I don't always want to see them in my content. Right. I, I love thinking about it. That doesn't mean I need you to shove it down my throat. This is true. I, yeah. I agree. 
sorry. But, no, 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 you're fine. You're fine. Like, I think, I think also too, like if, if like the chemistry between Ming-Na Wen and Tamora Morrison is already like pretty good. So like if they were to take it into a romantic route, I think it, it could work depending on how they do it since they have they have a pretty good like rapport already yeah but like if if they had horrible rapport like from the get-go I'd be like "Mm -mm, don't do it I feel like honestly their friendship is so central to the plot yeah that like the show wouldn't stand if they didn't have good rapport like it wouldn't it wouldn't work exactly so because they have they're the anchor that's holding this together because it's like uh Boba needs to say something and Fennec needs to be able to roll her eyes or like mm-hmm. <laughs> verse advice, but I guess Boba doesn't really roll his eyes. Fennec needs to say something and Boba needs to emphatically agree because Fennec is always right. Yeah. <laughs> or like like you know, Fennec needs to ask, like, can I kill him? And Boba's gotta be like, no. <laughs> and she'll be like, oh fine. <laughs> I love that. That's their relationship in a nutshell. And can I kill I, him now? Yeah. <laughs> now? Are you sure? I'm always ready. You want this one alive? I, she's always ready she's always Guns prepared drawn. yeah she's like, I love that. any moment that stay vigilant folks yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's fun because maybe it's like her transition because like her job used to just be killing people like literally mm-hmm. that was her job start to finish it's like here's a person go kill them and now that her job is a little more complex, maybe she's just like trying to still do like that's what she's used to is like oh my job is to kill people. Yeah. So instead of recognizing yeah, I mean, now, she like is she she is older now. She's older right. now. Indeed. But no, but she's always been a bounty hunter. Like this is her first yeah, no, no, no. job. Because, because it, well, because yeah. I'm thinking I'm thinking I'm thinking like Bad Batch, right? Like Panic, she's yeah. just starting out um, as a bounty hunter. But now I'm also thinking, is she older than Boba Fett? wait a second because she's like she's like fully grown like like 20 like at 20 at least in the bad bad is boba i think she's a couple years older than him yeah at least a few a handful okay interesting interesting all right adding that to the notes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. keeping that in mind I I have just accepted the fact that I don't know how old anybody is in Star, in Star Wars. We have all we have all we had a joke about that before, a recurring joke. Because <laughs> we were trying to figure out how old Omega was in like the Bad Batch episodes oh for the longest. Yeah. Well, so, and so, so, that's, so that's that's why that's that's why that's why I have a thought about Fennec being older older than Boba is because you know her start is one of one of one of like the first job that we see her doing is protecting Omega and the Bad Batch. And so I'm wondering like, is she not, does she not, is she not connecting the dots here? I don't know, but I think but, it would be kind of funny if later, what if like Fennec is the one who tells Boba, like yeah. if they're talking about, like what if they're, I can totally see this happening, honestly. Cause I feel like they do, this is a very talking heavy show. Like it's not mm-hmm. all actually, like they definitely- No, yeah, a lot there's a lot of dialogue. But if they were just like chilling or whatever, and he was like, what was your first job? I'm just curious. And she was like, oh yeah, I was protecting a clone of Django Fett. Yeah, I was, yeah, she, yeah, I was, I was protecting <laughs> was an organic clone of Django Fett. And it was like, he, and, and he's like, I'm like, so sorry. Sipping, they're like drinking on the balcony and Boba does a full on spit take, like, huh? Oh my God, a Boba Fett spit take would be so good. Right? 
Yeah. And honestly, I think Robert could do it. I think Mr. Rodriguez could deliver that. I think I think, because I think also, fun. I think also it's gonna depend on what happens in newer seasons of the Bad Batch too. Because if something that's does true. happen to Omega, that's definitely gonna play a part into whether Fennec. Oh does. yeah. So I okay, so wait, you think that she would know? Like, if Omega dies, she would be like, actually, uh, she died, so I can't tell. Well, Boba maybe. I that. mean, depending depending on how it happens, like maybe Fennec might be involved in oh. whatever event happens. If and Fennec that kills Omega. I'm gonna be so sad. Don't I don't, I don't think she'd do that. I don't think she'd I do like, that. I don't think she would do that. No, but yeah, like like I was thinking, like you know, because because you said Fennec's main job is killing people, and I was like, well, when she was protecting Omega, and then I was like, wait a second, she knows Omega. <laughs> right, right. It's not so part weird. of the conversation. I know. Like you meet somebody, like they have to be twins too. Like it would be like, huh? Yeah. Maybe she doesn't recognize because it's just been so long, you know. Yeah. Boba's got those Star well, masks. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, and, and because because Omega's a girl, I feel like she might look a little different. Not 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 True. like a complete one eighty, but she might look a little a little different. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, she's also blonde. Wait. <laughs> Boba's Boba's not 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 that it matters now because he's bald. He's a big old. Boba I just like Fennec, like kind of thinking like, hey, this looks like this dude looks like this little kid I protected one time. Wait, he's not blonde. Never mind. No, no. I wonder. I wonder if Boba like, like somehow has like question. has like has like a a picture of him as a kid with Django, and Fennec's just like <laughs> looking at it like, hang on a second. This bitch <laughs> looks this familiar. And he looks like Omega. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's a secret for later. For a surprise, a surprise tool for later or whatever. Yeah. Like yeah, <laughs> that's a surprise tool we'll use later. That's so funny though because that's literally Chekhov's gun. Like, <laughs> sorry, that's an aside. Like, but... like I'm like now I'm like waiting for the whole like like Omega and Boba thing to happen. Like, I know they oh. have this hype. If, but here's the thing. Potentially, we could get Omega. I think that's on the table still. Maybe. I think so, I don't too. Know. I, don't, I lose I don't hope think... every episode that passes. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be, like, very high on my potential list. But it's, but it's on the not list. off the list yet. Yeah. The list I think in episode five and there's no hints, maybe it's off. Yeah. But, you know, if there's another yeah. season. Maybe. And depend, depending on how season two of The Bad Batch works out. Perhaps, perhaps 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 maybe one day yeah or you know they'll just leave that to the comic book people too <laughs> <laughs> no but I, I I'm so excited to see where this is gonna go we only mm -hmm. have three episodes left I can't believe it yeah I'm I'm super I'm super excited to see where the rest of this season of um book of Boba Fett takes us like there's there's a lot happening and it's all really good yeah it's so good. It's 10 so good. 10. Yeah. This is the Moss Wisely Maven signing off.